list. Harris has decided she's picking the movies from now on because we only pick boring movies, according to her. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I'm not sitting through what? another one of these. Why do you guys only pick bad movies and boring movies? <laughs> I'm like, we pick entertaining movies. She's like, the last couple of movies have been boring. I was like, yeah. no. And then you know, I'm I like, also feel like mm, I also feel like some of the movies have some of the movies are kind of like serve the purpose of. That's the, the thing. I was like, it's based like, on the week of the releases, and she said that we could do better. So, all right, challenge. tell her this. She, she, I'll, I'll give her a challenge, but again, it has to relate to whatever new movies coming out that week, or if there's no big movie, some kind of pop culture connection to what's happening that specific week. And actually, I will write down criteria for what I'm looking for, for how we decide movies, so that it's clear and I'll have a calendar. And if Paris wants to add suggestions, I am totally fine with that. Okay. Based within the criteria. I have I, like anybody's suggestions you want. We don't want to. That's the thing. You don't realize. That being said, because she put us on blast, you know that any suggestions you pick, if they don't turn out to be... Uh-huh. <laughs> she said she said she doesn't pick bad movies she would have never picked the matrix hey we picked the matrix because it's keanu the matrix and is an iconic john movie, wicks babe. we pick movies that are iconic whether yeah, they be yeah. good or bad that is the point of like keanu ha- keanu ha- keanu reeves leon the professional but, but hasn't how- been on there because we haven't had a good movie that came out yeah. with a badass lead female that's the thing we haven't we had a reason to have Leon Professional. Well, when that comes up, then that's when we'll do Leon the Professional. Wonder, Wonder Woman. That's... <laughs> Raven, I'm so glad we're recording because that's how the podcast is going to start. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, let's go. You like Justice League. That's a terrible movie. I, I wouldn't Ew. pick it for your podcast, though. That's what I like, not what I suggest. All right. Mm. I know my she top told you, Raven. versus the good movies. Mm. Right. I admittedly like 40 movies. Mm. But we'll see. Mm. We'll let the nerdy mm. speak about it. Mm. <laughs> All right, let's get into that. On that note, welcome, nerdies, to another episode of Back to the Future, the Nerdy Bunch podcast, where we talk about movies from the past in the present, as long as they're over 20 years old. My name is English Dave, your host, with my co-hosts, Raven and Rocker Mike. What's up, guys? Hey, what's up, man? What up, Dave? This week, we decided to talk about The Matrix. Uh, This is one of Keanu Reeves' most iconic characters. And the reason we did this is because another iconic character of his is John Wick Chapter 3. Carlos and I did a review, so check out that review and uh, find out uh, what what we thought in that movie. It was awesome. Anyway, we're here to to talk about The Matrix. This movie came out in 1999, March 31st. How old does that make you guys feel? To think that this movie's twenty years old. I mean, I was. I mean, I knew this movie was twenty years old. Super old kid. Yeah. This one, I was aware I, it was twenty years old. Like, but I, I feel like it's just like, wow, this movie is twenty years old. Because I feel like, like this movie, like I remember exactly where I was when I first saw this movie. So like, I knew how thing. old I was, which instantly I was like, shit, <laughs> it's been like twenty years. And what, what I think what baffles me as well is like, uh, technology of this kind is twenty years old. This film famously gave us things like bullet time and the technology, and we'll go into that later. But 
you know you still think of this as new technology but it's like no that tech has been has been in, in popular movies for 20 years Uh-oh. yeah and that's crazy <laughs> to see how, how it's developed all that time this is written and directed by the wachowskis um starring keanu reeves lawrence fishburne carrie ann moss hugo weaving and a whole bunch of other cast we'll go into later the synopsis is as follows a computer hacker learns from mysterious rebels about the true nature of his reality and his role in the war against its controllers um Raven, I'm going to start with you, as we always do. When you first saw this movie, the atmosphere at the time, how do you feel? How do you remember it? Well, I remember this movie came out in, what, 99, right? Yep. Yes, 99. So this is the year of all of the mass hysteria of, you know, Y2K and everybody's theories that, like, the world would cease to exist at midnight on the millennium. And, like, we had all these ridiculous conspiracy theories. Wait, 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 wait. When Americans thought all that, let's just be clear. All right, true. Let's, well, okay, let's not say everyone. All right, you whatever. You guys went crazy with that. Yeah, we were shitting ourselves. <laughs> on American TV, the pond, they like, had other countries freaking out too, all right? Whatever. Dave's over it all on the other side of the pond sipping tea like these dumb motherfuckers. They the really think so. might not be real, but as kids, it was, it was, you know, we didn't know these things. Yep. So no, for us, it was the whole world, Dave. <laughs> Either way, uh, yeah, I remember. You know, it was it was a time for a lot of like everything was kind of over the top. You know, oh Y two K, Y two K, and everything was kind of geared towards the millennium and the kind of tech era. I feel so. I feel like this movie kind of came out at the perfect time. I feel like they definitely knew what they were doing coming out in ninety nine because something as crazy as just the year two thousand, which was only one year in the future. For some reason, we all assumed, oh, man, we're going to have flying cars. And you know what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like we all At that point, it was months. Yeah, exactly. And we all kind of assumed that this is a reality we'd be living in in 2000 or that we would all wake up or whatever. So, (laughs) I think it's, you know, when it came out, I was a kid. And, uh, yeah, I was, like, nine years old when this came out. And I remember being really, really into, like, the action sequences and stuff, but also not really feeling like it was just way too over my head like it was very like the story itself i felt like i got it but i felt like hearing them explain it made no sense it's weird it's like <laughs> yeah, you I get understand. to the exposition parts so i was like what no i Dude, got the it exposition? just don't say anything <laughs> i got it like at nine you know i'm like no nah, i got this just it's fine you know so yeah, no, um, I, I completely yeah that's something else we're gonna get into but i liked it as a reason <laughs> Or an excuse to have all these yeah. badass, dope-ass action sequences. And I will say, watching it again as an adult 20 years later, I still did get very hype when, you know, when Neo came around to being the one. And you're like, oh, my God, he <laughs> is the one, you know? And it's, it's really dope. Like, they, they got me for a moment, you know? And yeah. I understand why I liked it as a kid, but I feel like the same problems that I saw as a kid are still, you know, just if anything, more relevant now. Mike, uh, what were your early experiences with this movie? I was just going to say, Raven really just nailed it there because there was that. Mm-hmm. You can't explain how you get the movie, even as <laughs> I was 10 years old at the time. So yeah. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, it's, it's there. You know, you're in, a, I thought it was like probably like an alternative universe or, you know, I try to like see it like as a video game or something like that. And I'm like, oh, okay, but that's like our world. And I still couldn't really wrap my head around that, but I'm like, whatever, cool, action fights and, you know, bullet time. And he gets it. He can bend the the laws of nature and uh, gravity and everything like that. So 
it yeah, yeah. that was pretty much enough to go by and that there's like a real world out there so i just accepted it accepted it for what it was and like you said going mm-hmm. back now and really getting into the detail it's like yeah this makes sense for around the end of the world kind of era that we had or year that we lived through was that what else would there be like okay it's okay if we died because our bodies are just being sucked dry from these giant artificial intelligent robots that we end up making in the future so that's just something to die with guys <laughs> happy times it's fine because there was no spoon the whole right, time yeah, yeah, it's, it's, because... it's like don't worry your lives are meaningless and this is what it really is if you want to think about it that way good night Every, you know the Wachowski brothers they really were uh, you know the, uh, the true comedians of our time uh, so I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy that they gave us that story to go by. But now that we survived and kind of go through, it was like, okay, we welcome sequels now. This is a good time for it. Yeah. No, it's 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 funny because all that started be- the, the, in terms of the Y2K scare because of computers. Yeah. Right? People thought the computers are going to shut down. The computers are going to be the reason why why everything happened, all the bad things happened. Um, I was 15 when this movie came out. And I'm someone who grew up with, you know, you guys know this, my uncle um, just fed, force fed me science fiction. Like science fiction is a genre that I grew up with. I've always kind of grown up with this kind of narrative. So for me, watching that story, I instantly got it because the narrative of is this world real or a simulation isn't a new narrative. Scientists actually have this. No, (laughs) it's not this crazy thing. (laughs) No, it's not. It's not a super deep concept. Uh, but I, and I and but at the time I loved the movie. It's one of those movies that I saw in in, in theaters. And when I first came out, you know, some some movies when you come out to the real world and you're like, the real world sucks <laughs> because you're just you're just in this visual kind of orgy of just awesomeness. Exactly, you can't do that. Like it's one of the there's very few movies that over time that you see in theaters that just give this visual spectacle that makes the real world seem boring. You know, regardless of the quality of the movie, I had the same thing coming out of Avatar, coming mm. out to the real world. You're like, whoa, just colors don't seem the same anymore, especially with the Matrix, with constantly either green or constantly either blue. It messes with your eyes. Yeah, it does. You know, so, and, and seeing the spectacle on top right. of that, it just, it stands out from the real world when you go out into the real world. And I remember loving this movie and just loving every moment, especially like at that time, we didn't get many cool martial arts films. No. Right? You know, like, if you wanted a martial arts film, you had to kind of get some bootleg, you know, movie with double English. Well, we anything with Jackie tabs. Chan too. He was he dominated yeah. the '90s too with some movies. Yeah. But Russia. When did Russia come out? When did Russia come out? Oh, one or something. Oh, really? No, the first Russia. No, I think the first Russia. It, all, was it might it have all been kind of like around together. the same time. Yeah, yeah, around the same time. But even like then, Ru- oh, ninety-eight. But even then, Russia. Oh, ninety-eight. So it's the year before. But even Russia. It's, it's not a, it's an action comedy. For sure. It's not really yeah, martial arts film like that. You know, and so like, bless you, Raven. Um, so seeing a movie like this was just like, like a big epic movie full of martial arts. This is the closest thing we had to a superhero movie. True. You know, like, yeah. we, we, we have superhero movies like this. <laughs> you know, so this is, this, that's what it was like. It was like a superhero movie. So I remember loving it at the time. But I, I think it's one of those movies, and now we're going to like what we think about it now. I think it's one of those movies that's definitely a, a product of its time, 100%, in many ways, uh, but also opened the doors to many other types of films, but on its own, 
I, I think I agree with you guys. I don't think it's as smart as it thinks it is. No. You know, I think it's a movie that kind of they had the technology of the action set pieces first and they needed an excuse, like you said, Raven, they needed a sci-fi world to make sense of why somebody can bend time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like they wrote it in reverse. But that being said, let's talk about the actual concept. You know, I think it's an interesting concept, but I think it's a concept they don't really play with yeah. in a certain way. But then the second and third film, they try to play with it too much. And it's like, whoa, yeah. what are you guys even doing? Yeah, it got yeah. messy towards the so end. Like, That's why. This is my theory. I it's the like first one that counts. This movie reminds me almost of like, like a group of like kids getting high and like, hold on. <coughs> Goddamn allergies. All right. So <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of like kids getting high and then like going and sitting around their mom and trying to talk about regular life without making it mm -hmm. very, very obvious that they're super stoned, mm -hmm. you know? And you get to that point where you go, all right, all right, and you just hand them a bottle of water and tell them to go to their room. It's like, it's like just on the borderline. You all know, I feel like it's like the movie, cause it's, it's literally all the things that you think of when you're stoned. You're like, what if we're not real? <laughs> what if we're all just like plugged into this like multiverse and we're all just like plugged in these machines like living off us? Dude, that would be crazy, right? And then somebody else was like, yeah, yo. And like, what if there was like one guy that could like save them all? <laughs> you know, like, I feel like this is just, this whole movie is literally just an elaborated or expansive stoner theory. It's literally yeah. just like a high conversation on the couch with a friend. Like, <laughs> well, you know, it's, you know? it's funny you say that because um, did you ever see you guys recently seen Will Smith on his YouTube channel posted why he would fun fact. He was one of the original actors before Keanu that was yeah, approached to play the role of Mia. Yeah, such a different movie. He says <laughs> if he they wanted to, they didn't want to have two of the same race for Neo and Morpheus. So if he said yes to Neo, they were looking at someone like um, Val Kilmer for Morpheus. So it would have completely changed the movie completely. But yeah. um, one of his, his reasons that he says for not accepting the role, he said because when they pitched the story to him, they pitched it like this. So imagine you're in a room, right? And then someone shoots at you, right? And then you jump in the air and the camera spins around you and then you dodge the bullets. And he was like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Like, <laughs> that's exactly what this movie is, though. The movie is the product of that. Like, that's what it feels like. You know, it feels like a bunch of kids sitting high on a couch and just like zoning out or like being outside looking at the stars and be like, what if there's, you know, what if reality isn't what we think it is? What if chicken doesn't taste like chicken? <laughs> what if they programmed it wrong and that's why chicken tastes like everything. And it's like, as a kid, I was like, whoa. Yeah. What, what if that yeah. is the reason? You know, and now that I'm older, I'm like, all right, sit down. You know, you you relax. And you're like, okay. So when this, this is the thing. I was talking to Koki, because I'm his house right now. I was talking to him about, about the film. And I said, what's interesting about the film, especially because like since then, we've had so many sci strong sci-fi films that really, because this is, it has an, a really good concept that they just used an excuse for really cool and amazing action set pieces. Yeah. But they don't actually, the actual narrative doesn't further the concept because the narrative is just... Is it typical oh, the, messiah story? The, yeah, it's a messiah story within a sci-fi world to give us a thing. Whereas if you look at other science fiction movies since then, in terms of even action sci-fi, right? Like Inception, the narrative 
the concept is imagine going to someone's dreams and the story is we have to go into someone's dream and steal something so the story furthers the concept further itself and and it's interesting to see how this movie influenced so much because that's undeniable right like this movie influenced so much sci-fi since then but let's talk about the characters this is one of keanu reeves most iconic characters um mike where does this fit in the keanu verse for you in terms of characters in the keanu verse (laughs) (laughs) i mean from everything that we've been talking about over the last year almost it's like yeah a lot of it was Keanu yeah, Reeves I feel like 25% back. of the movies that you've done maybe 50 has been Keanu Reeves movies yep I think at this point you know, I think at this point we've hit with the Matrix I mean we can't talk John Wick because that's the only iconic character yeah. we, actually we haven't done yeah. Speed yeah, and we true. haven't done Hardball god damn it <laughs> 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 Shit, I still haven't seen it yet, and I will get there. We're doing it. Um, we but yeah, but Keanu. Mike, what do you think? Of, what do you think of Keanu in this movie? <laughs> like seeing him in this, and then seeing how he's kind of progressed, especially his action. This is one of his few action movies where he's actually doing action stuff. Speed was kind of action, but it didn't have him doing too much. Jump that yeah. bus! Jump that bus! <laughs> 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 it's hard to choose because it's like, then there's, well, Bill and Ted was probably the most. I guess iconic because that was what really kickstarted his career. You you had you look at the Matrix and you're like, oh, the guy from Bill and Ted, and he's doing a serious role now. That's what everyone thought. So I think we have to give the iconic role to uh, Bill S. Preston. S. Preston. S. Bill S. Preston. Esquire. S. Preston. Esquire. God lord. But this is a close second. Because this was probably the next out of the three biggest roles that he's probably played. Besides Speed, Speed's no, kind of like yeah, a standalone. Yeah, it's not really. A, it's it's so, more a kind know. of movie than a role. Nobody. What's his name in Speed? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because there were there were two Bill uh, yeah. Bill and Ted's, and there was going to be yeah. a third. His name so really is like, like his three yeah. trilogy. Yeah, three trilogy roles. roles. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The Matrix is trilogy. The trilogy John Wick just came out as a trilogy. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, <laughs> Wow, this of guy's the, the trilogies. Man. That's that's tough. <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. Yeah. Nah, he'll always be John Wick for me now. So me. yeah, he really does. does. It's so kind good. of like like all the other roles were training for him to be John Wick. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the yeah. thing. It is. <laughs> he graduated to John Wick. You know, it's he's like um, you know, I, I've done that shit, and I don't need to now. I got to go back. It's like really playing that old man hitman mm. guy, like though they're bringing <laughs> me back like in again. John Wick, it's you know. like he's like Doctor Keanu Reeves now, right? Master's program with John Wick. But can I tell you, like, I feel like, ironically speaking, even though John John Wick is twenty years later, his fighting style is so much better now. Oh, so much better! Than, like so. Oh, he's had a lot of time yeah. to well, like, found you know, sink in and season. Fact, you know. uh, Keanu had actually had surgery on his spine right before mm-hmm. they started shooting the movie. So the first two to three months of his training, he actually literally couldn't kick. He couldn't raise his foot because of his surgery. So they had to Oof. reconstruct his choreography, his fight choreography around the fact that he couldn't really kick. So, so it's just punching. Yeah. So that's why he literally is mainly just punching the whole movie. Even though he can cook really well in real life, he just yeah. wasn't able to. I think that makes sense, too, for the very corny slow kick mm. scene. Yeah, I know, right? When he kicks with yeah. oh, at the end there. 
Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's his foot connected to a wire because he couldn't lift it himself. Some poor PA was like, all right, and lift the foot on one, two, oh! <laughs> Drag. Now, now move it slowly, not too exactly. fast. Now there's another PA pulling it to the left. Do you think that was an accident? Like, oh shit, it's turning, it's turning, it's turning. Just leave it, it's fine. <laughs> just leave it. What are you doing? What are you doing? Can, I, can you just turn just, just a little bit? Straight face all right, while great. wondering what the fuck. Lower it slowly down. <laughs> he just right, had surgery. Lower down. it slowly. <laughs> I can't watch that scene in the no, same way anymore. Like, every time that, I thought I was the only one. Every time that scene comes up, it just like it bothers me. Like, why like, is your leg like why? that? <laughs> but you know, at first, you know, when, when I was re-watching this film the other day, I thought at first I thought it was a bad thing. I was like. The action scenes seem very stiff. It's very yeah. You put every character very stiff, and at first I had to keep that spine oh, straight. Yeah. <laughs> but not, not even for him, not, not even for him. Like every character, I started I'll pay more attention to it. But I realized it's not a negative. It's probably by design. I don't know if it's confirmed, but it, I realized wait, none of them train to fight. All of them just get uploaded. True. So their bodies don't have that muscle memory to be fluid. True. Right, so it's just like they have it, they know the technique. Mm. So, but everything is very, even the agents, but everyone fights, it's all like blocky. There's yeah. no fluidity to it. You know, it's like Michael Jackson versus some other dancer. You know, like there's a <laughs> fluidity to it. Any other dancer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> any other dancer. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, even when you look at John Wick, I just watched John Wick 3, like I mentioned, the way he moves is so much more fluid yeah. than it was then. And I, but then again, at first, I thought it was a criticism, but you could look at it as well. I did look at it as a mix. as a stylistic choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when so I was watching that, it, because you know oh, it's no. not exactly our world, and only because they're supposed to be like super fast in real life, mm. and like we're mm. as fast as them apparently in, with our eyes. Mm. Um, I accept it only yeah. because I'm like they're pushing against gravity and matter, sort of. Mm. So I'm like, maybe that's what makes it you know stiff. but even i feel not even that just in the general fight scenes even when they're fighting regular people the whole way which i find it crazy i didn't realize that they don't care to kill people because they're like well any person is a potential agent so just kill them to fuck it yo like, <laughs> i had that realization too i was like wait but you're like murderers though <laughs> that's what you're doing you're, just murdering like everybody. you're trying to liberate people <laughs> and unplug them but you're gonna murder a bunch of them first that's I don't know, man. I, I will say I watched this whole movie on the other side. Like, oh, no. where I was I, again, fully with, uh, what's his name? Cypher. Cypher? Hell yeah. I was like, well, Cypher's fuck yeah. Cypher's the only reasonable person in this whole thing. The I don't want to live this The only anymore. issue like, is that he's willing to kill people to get what he wants. Yeah, I didn't think That's that the was only, fair. He didn't, need to, he didn't need to go around unplugging everybody like so, that. Come on, he like, you could have found another way. Like, you were doing you know? too much. And my question to that plot point, too. Is if you ask them to make you forget everything, how you know they're not gonna wipe out the deal in the first place? They don't gotta give Idiot. you shit because you're not gonna remember <laughs> yeah. that you made it. Like if they yeah. put you back into the system or just kill you all together, you won't know. Like, oh, they put you back in this, put you back into the system as a bum. You said I want to be rich and famous. That's like, what I'm saying. Like there's literally no way that you're ever gonna have confirmation that they did what they said they were gonna do. That's an idiot like, move. Right. You should have waited until Don't you had the nice house and stuff and then been like, all right, right maybe. Talk about something no, I want to forget. I would, I would, I would yeah. actually, no. Let me live in it for a while. I, I want to know. know because if you know, you can control 
anything. That's what I'm saying. I keep my memory and start flying around and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won't cause any disruption or anything like that. Yeah. I just want to be. I just want to be able to do anything I want. Exactly. And, you know? <laughs> that's, that's all. I just yeah. want to have my new abilities and my newfound knowledge with my yeah. new body and still be able but to I'm enjoy not disrupt- steaks. Yeah, I'm not going to disrupt what you guys are doing. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> I just want to be the one yeah. without the responsibility. Exactly. Just don't, I was like, don't bother me. I don't the first person you. was okay. to wake up was a dick. You should have kept that well, to it's Neo. It was, it was Neo, wasn't it? It well, was no, the reincarnation. Yeah, the reincarnation. Piety. The, uh, the yeah, avatar. The yeah. Which, again, this movie <laughs> confirms that re- reincarnation is a thing, apparently. True. Which, again, again, a really cool, interesting concept that doesn't really do it any deal with yeah because we get we get the interesting scene where we go to meet the the oracle and we realize oh shit all these kids are potentials yeah. these are people who these are people who can already do some interesting stuff you see those kids moving the blocks and all that stuff which i completely forgot about it's like oh shit we're seeing people doing all this stuff so they're all potential messiahs yeah and one of them is the re- is the reincarnated one of this other mess this super messiah so I'm like, wow, that's an interesting concept in a sci-fi film. Yeah. To kind of deal with, which it kind of just throws sure. it off and off into the corner. Um, but just the idea of 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 um, shit, I forgot I was going with this. <laughs> in terms of just the narrative itself, uh, shit, because I, I, I got sidetracked by that whole messiah thing. Uh, fuck <laughs> it. Let's go into into uh, <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne in this movie. This is an iconic role for him as well, Morpheus. With his, uh, I will probably what, what say I think most iconic because I was watching the whole movie and I kept thinking but what else do I know him for and I was like but I know him for something else and then very sadly and slightly racist of me I kept thinking Lion King and then I kept going nah that's James Earl Jones <laughs> well recently <laughs> you saw him in a bit in a small role or kind of a smallish role in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Oh, true. There we go. Yeah. Okay. It, it's also because he was, and he was a bitch. He was, yeah, no, I forgot. He was Perry White. He was Perry yeah. White in the Superman movies, recent ones with Zack Snyder. Mm. But yeah, but it's I feel also like because did he have like a badass role. Well, it's also, well, it's also because um, he, that's the only movie where he's like shaved his head and he's like acting like a badass. Whereas usually seen with hair and yeah, like, right. Like, not so bad. But he was also wasn't he in uh, mm. Ages? Is it Boys in the Hood? Something. Oh yeah, maybe I think he was the dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there we go. Wait, wait, again, it's not—it's not really iconic role for him. I—I I would agree. I think Morpheus is probably his most icon- currently at least iconic role. When people yeah. see him, people think Morpheus. I—I—I mm-hmm. yeah. um, I, I thought he brought up. I wasn't even thinking that in uh, John Wick. Yeah, there you go. He's in that too. I think they is he. Yeah. Who is he? He's yeah. in the second one. Towards the, uh, or is it mm-hmm. in, the in the second, second one? one? And that was a little bizarre. Seeing the, the two of them together yeah. again. He's back in the third one, and they kind of do like a little wink and nod to the Matrix. Nice. But if you if you if, if you know okay. you know, it's not like an obvious thing. It's like if you know you know type thing. Yeah. Gotcha. Nice. Um, but yeah, I I think I mean Mike, what do you think of of uh, Lawrence Fishburne? You know he used to go by Larry Fishburne. Yeah, when he I first remember. Acting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When he first started acting. He was Larry? Larry Fishburne. <laughs> he's not a Larry. Larry. And he's like, it's the last <laughs> image of a Larry I would think of. Uh, Lawrence, what do you what do you think of him in this film? His character and the character of Morpheus. Oh man, I don't know how he he came up with such a great kind of leader role, but at the same time, he's kind of it's a leader looking for the mm-hmm. leader, and he he's definitely a captain type of the ship that he was in the Nebuchadnezzar and. Uh, Man, I, I 
that's just going with hiring such a great actor like he is. He's such a classically trained professional, and to bring that into... Uh, he tried, he's trying to uh, redeem himself in the world by waking up and along with him and everybody else and finding the one, and this is his only reason. He's kind of like... Oracle's looking at him like, I know what you did. You're going to do something for me he's now. Obsessed. You're going to find this bitch. <laughs> and so Lawrence Fishburne ends up finding that bitch in such a way that uh, made me almost believe that there was something else to this world, you know? Like, we all walked out of there like, yeah, Lawrence Fishburne came up to me and told me, You're he was like, one. this is all fake, man. <laughs> you got to come with me. Take this pill. Don't fuck around with the other one, man. Come with me. I mean, it does make sense how he was able to recruit all those people. And I even cipher when he says, like, I believed it, man. I took that pill. I went straight for it. I didn't think about it. You know, it, it, it's yeah. true. I, That's I agree. the thing, though, is the truth. It is extremely vague. Mm -hmm. Like, he gives almost no details at all. <laughs> if I woke up but on the other it. side like that, I would have been furious. I would have yeah. been exactly the same as sci-fi. <laughs> I probably would have killed Morpheus. I wouldn't have killed nobody else, though. I mean, yeah. I would have been furious Exactly, right? This motherfucker... But it was true. He's like, yeah. he lied to us. Why isn't an orange pill that uh, I can take to like spend 10 minutes and see for myself and then decide? <laughs> Come visit it. And yeah, if you don't, don't like it, we'll wipe your memory. After a couple hours, <laughs> no like, can asked. I get just a regular pill? Well, no, the pill, the pill is just um, to wake you up? so they can track, to, no, to track you. One pill is probably to, to kind of erase your mind. And the other pill, they said that we need this pill because when we wake you up, we have to get to track where you're going somehow. I don't know uh. how taking a pill translates into your digital self. I don't know, but that's kind of the explanation. Um, sure. <laughs> sure. We'll just accept yeah. that. That's what happened. Uh, I, think, I, I think Lawrence Fishburne is one of the better actors. I think there's two actors who that stand out the most in this film. That's Lawrence Fishburne and... Um, Trinity? What's his name? No, not even Trinity as much. I don't think she's given as much acting to do. I think more so uh, Mr. Smith. Yeah. What's his name? Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving. I think that's a he played a Who's very iconic one? villain, Mr. Smith. Oh, oh, Mr. Smith. Mr. Yeah, and Smith. Smith. I think that's very especially at the end. He I think is he's very believable and like yeah. a super awesome badass villain. Yes, I think he goes down as one of cinematics, like in the top one hundred villains. He's probably of, of top cinema. ten villains of all time. Yeah, probably. And and I think he's it's iconic. Like when he said Mr. Anderson. Funny enough, Mr. I realized Anderson. that. Nia's real name is Thomas Anderson. I, mean, I, I remember the I Anderson. Like, Thomas. Tom? Yeah. I was like, Thomas? <laughs> yeah. I was like, Thomas. his name is Thomas? This Mr. Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> Mr. <I> Thomas. Totally. <laughs> Mr. Anderson. <laughs> Tom. Tom. Tommy. Tommy Anderson. Tommy. <laughs> but yeah, I thought he was very iconic. Uh, he played the role well. Uh, but yeah, uh, Raven, Carrie Ann Moss. She doesn't, does he do much? She doesn't do, I thought she'd do more action stuff. But, this is like one of the but only I will say things. the action that she does is super badass. You know she got that. Well, in this one is what I'm saying. In the lobby Which, scene where she like oh, runs on scene. that pillar like on the wall. Runs over the wall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One take. She but oh, that's wow. what I'm saying. That I, that's why I'm surprised. So I feel like she in the action while she killed it, I totally believe her as a super badass. If anything, I think the letdown of the film is that she didn't end up being the one secretly the whole time. Because really, right. it should have. It should have been. She's that. kicking ass. She also killed an agent. I mean, she has an iconic role. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one's role. ever killed an agent, but she did. She helped. No, no, she didn't kill. Or she she didn't kill him. Yeah, she didn't end up killing because he ends up morphing into the helicopter pilot just before the shot. But she catches one by surprise, and she has one of the most iconic shots in cinema: the whole jumping in the air. Yeah. Like the camera that spins scene, around, and, and also the scene where she's <laughs> hanging 
from the rope after he saves her from the helicopter and, and all the broken glass the behind her. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. That was a great show. Like, I did get super show. excited for it again. I can't lie. But she was like swinging in. I was like, yeah, get it. I mean, granted, like you My said, I issue... wish he would have had a deeper storyline yes. other than just, I'm the one that's supposed to fall in love with the one. Can I tell you, like, I, like watching uh, that again, I hated it because you could have done so much because that love isn't earned as far as I'm concerned. At all. And then the moment where he dies and then she gives him a kiss, I literally started singing out loud, you gave me the kiss of life, <laughs> kiss of life. Like, I, I get the idea. I was idea. like, this is so corny and cliche. This just became like a That's funny porno. You... Like, what is this? <laughs> like, I was like, why? The power... <laughs> The Power of Love from Huey yes. Lewis and the News and Back <laughs> yeah. to the Future was the song See, that got exactly. went through my head, actually. Of life came you guys are like, this is so cheesy. And all you have to do, that's the power <laughs> of love. The power and, and again, Raven, of love. Raven, you and I are not opposed to love being a, a concept used in science fiction movies. Yeah, they always force a love story in there somewhere, but this was literally forced. Like, technically, he was taken advantage of he was asleep and she pushed herself on him. Let him be dead. Did he consent to that kiss in his death? <laughs> <laughs> You're kissing on dead people. What if he doesn't love you? But that's, that's my thing. It's she like, make no when moves she's... until he died. She's free. No, I'm playing. When she, that's what I'm saying. No moves. You know, watching that movie again, I, I was kind of paying attention to that. Yeah, she where I want you. Like, she's are there moments where you truly felt that these two are connecting? But that's we, the thing, the Oracle uh, even I, said, like, you're not very smart either. I'm like, is he not very smart? Or yeah, is he just no. totally not been flirting this whole movie? Yeah, or is it just, or is it just the I scripted? saw zero flirtation. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's just Zero. Me. In fact, if anyone, it's Morpheus in him. Yeah, they <laughs> have anything. the true love story. <laughs> There's a true There's a lot of, like, gazing into each other's eyes. He risked his life for Morpheus, you know, right. knowing that he would risk dying himself. I'm like, like no, nah, that's, like... that's the true romance here it's it felt a like adding even if it's just bromance right like i feel like the the love story between her and neo at least in this first film between trinity and neo was it was forced it was just like a, a story reason to kind of empower him again be like i love you i was supposed to fall in love with you why because the script says so because there's nothing that had them play each other and i think that could have given her more opportunity yeah. to show her acting chops you know but then also they, we find out they that don't the give oracle only True. tells you what you need to hear so maybe the Oracle only told Trinity that she was supposed to fall in love with him so that she'd give him the kiss of life. Did she know that? But how does that work? You know, <laughs> that uh, Carrier Moss, AKA Trinity's kisses brought people back from the dead while she was telling her <laughs> way back Super when kisses. that she would fall in love <laughs> with the one. Like, did she like see it in her head like Doctor Strange? Like the only possibility <laughs> Neo will live is if Trinity kisses him back to life. So I have to tell Trinity, you know, <laughs> 10 years prior that she's going to fall in love with him, even though I have no chemistry whatsoever. She's got to do that kiss. I think that's what happened. I want, I wonder if... But um, then the next two movies, I don't know. It's like, they're all like well, in love movie, and stuff they, they, and it's like it doesn't to, even yeah. matter. It, was, it wasn't earned at all. But you know, it's funny when you say about the Oracle because if the Oracle secretly did know that he was the one, I can imagine as soon as he leaves her, she's like, all right, kids, sorry, none of you the one. Gotta go home. 
all his kids inside her house. <laughs> Are they all homeless now? All these yeah, kids like, are like, like what... <laughs> Like, I know you have superpowers. I know you've been training for years and years and years for this. That's and terrible. I know we... Y'all gotta get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, I found the one. Shop. I'm keeping the cookies. See you guys. <laughs> oh, I remember what I was going to say before, actually. When I, I forgot my track. I was going to say, Morpheus says that Neo was too old to be pulled out. And they say that uh, um, usually the the adult mind is too into it to be pulled out. So it has to be kids. That's why you have a whole bunch of kids in uh, the Oracle's place. So then ask the question, what is your goal here then? Because you can't save any grown up because it's like, oh, their mind can't hack it. So it like ends up frying their brain or some crazy shit like that. So I'm like, <laughs> all right. So I, I, I just fail. But you'll send a kid I to do that? I fail to see then what is the master plan in terms of defeat? Okay, you want to defeat the robots. Then what? The movie is really you can't about free- a person suffering from intense insomnia and being so miserable about it <laughs> to where they wake up all their friends and make it so that... <laughs> They can also never sleep again. They got to do it too. If I can't sleep, yeah. none of you guys can sleep. Because, <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, that was what always pissed me off, even as a kid. Because I felt like when I was a kid, I was like, yeah, but what's the point? And people would be like, come on, yeah. Raven. That's messed up. The Matrix is wrong. Computers are trying to keep us down. I'm like, I think they're actually being very, uh, what do very you call Very nice it? to us. What, what's the word? Giving, um, merciful. Because I feel like technically you took over these yeah. people. There are way worse prisons uh, that right. humans themselves have created than a mind simulation in which you get to live an entire life. Uh, I prefer a simulation any day if all I had to wake up to was mush, grayness, and, and steel, and probably a bunch of stank ass people. I'm like, yeah, I probably don't stink. Ain't no showers. Yeah. I'll say to my I'll say to my wife, how, um, it's like your prison being a super luxury hotel in Las Vegas, and you want to escape to a rundown place in Detroit. That's what I'm saying. To live in a room <laughs> like, with yeah. ten other hobos. It's like because that's essentially me, what it put is. Put me in jail. It's a bunch of hobos. <laughs> yeah, just put me in jail. Like I don't I don't mind if you want to use my body to power up your computers, and then my mind is trapped in this reg in this nicer world than the actual real world yeah have my body because if i was awakened into that i'd be like fuck no this is a lie i (laughs) fell asleep i'm gonna go back to like you know now i'm gonna try to wake up like there's no way i feel like you gotta you gotta give me something you know you're the messiah okay but who am i saving and like i I watched uh, what what is it the honest trailer and they were like (laughs) the cave ravers and now I just can yeah, never see him the same again. Because in the second and third movie, where they were like, oh, you've done all this to save Zion, which is just an underground place filled with a bunch of cave, cave ravers. <laughs> and then when you see it, you're like, well, yeah, this doesn't make much sense. Because once you, like, once you rescue everyone, then what? You all move to the one city that's still occupiable underground? You're going to take billions of people to that one city? Like, how is this going to work? Like, yeah, what, you can't live yeah, on the surface. Do? So I'm like, unless you plan on building spaceships and literally terraforming a whole new planet, I don't understand what the goal is here, guys. <laughs> like, I, I think the interesting narrative would have, is one line that Agent Smith says to Morpheus said, you know, the first Matrix was a perfect utopia and humans rejected that because they kept on thinking that's a dream. 
Yeah, and I love and that. That's a really I was cool like, story. that makes so much sense. And I was That'd like, dude, cool it explains everything. They literally were like, we tried to be nice to y'all. We gave you a utopia. We gave you a haven. And you guys rejected it. <laughs> like, so we had to give you pain because <laughs> that's the only way you understand. And it's like, that's true. Which contains like the religious allegories this movie clearly has. Like it doesn't even, it's not even subtle with it. Like yeah. Neo is clearly Jesus. But even like you can say we had a utopia and you guys ruined it. That could be like the Garden of Eden story. Yeah, you had an Eden, right? exactly. Yeah, you had Eden and you destroyed it. Um, all right, let's talk about the most iconic things about the movie. We bash this movie, but I think undeniably <laughs> this movie set a tone for action. I think it's just, yeah. we've seen it so many times that it's like, you have to point out the funny part. Let's talk about <laughs> some of our favorite action scenes. Uh, I think, Raven, you brought up one of them, the lobby scene, that shootout, there was no CGI done in this yeah, in it's all scene. Yeah, I effects. lie. The only CGI was to remove any of the wires mm -hmm. from the actors as they did all the stunt stuff. But as all practical effects, took 10 days to shoot. I think that's a really cool sequence. I thought that was really well done. Like you mentioned, Carrie Ann Moss. I think it still stands really up cool to flip. because of its practical effects. Yes, because of practical effects, yes. You know? uh, but Mike, what's one of some of your favorite action sequences in that movie? Um, it's definitely everything that from the first fight scene between Morpheus and mm, Neo. I like that. Because that's when he started to really grasp the idea of like the world they're actually yeah. fighting in and what makes them super kind of like yeah. super fast uh, among everyone else. And it was that whole thing. It's like, why, why did I beat you? He was like, oh no, you're too fast. He's like, does this have anything to do with my artificial muscles and uh, that's air you know, breathing? body in this world? Yes. <laughs> Is that air you're breathing now? It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like the little things I would never yeah. think of or it would take me forever to do that they've gone that far it's like oh okay so I'm at actually 100% all the time always but so are they so that's the that makes total sense because you know you're playing a video game besides like you know the more realistic ones by Rockstar your character keeps going never runs out of breath it just can go forever and ever and that's exactly the concept is like okay now i'm starting to grasp you know starting to chip away exactly what this yeah. is in this world that you know they're going back yeah. into um but then i was like just really impressed with average or he would think average people like keanu reeves and hugo weaving and uh lawrence fishburne yeah. even to go that hard into such uh complicated yeah. martial arts that they went through like learning jujitsu yeah. and making it look believable like they've yeah, mastered yeah, yeah. this was uh really impressive which is goes by like what you're saying like the choreographers in this film had really boosted their career after this and it makes mm -hmm. total sense like the work is right there and it's we ha it's rare that we see mm -hmm. this anymore you know no, no, it, it definitely like i said this set the standards not just for for action choreography but how it's filmed mm -hmm. you know raven you're into you're into cinematography i think the cinematographer on this was um bill pope yeah who's worked on a whole bunch of stuff i think also worked on some stuff with marvel right yeah, I was actually going to say, um, yeah, the cinematography in this movie is, I want to say I match, like, now we see a lot like it, but for the time, yeah, you know, the there's time, a lot definitely. of steady cam work, there's a lot of single takes, single shots, um, just the way in which uh, Bill Pope kind of went about shooting action, it's really the yeah. first of its kind, and I feel still is different to things that we see now, like, even watching a movie 20 years later, I feel like I watched The Matrix, and I still... Even if you saw a freeze frame, you know, of a scene that had none of the lead characters in it, you'd still know mm. that it was the Matrix. And I think that that's yeah, yeah. really tough to pull off, you know? Um, this movie, in terms of visual style, in terms of color, uh, 
you know, they use color on purpose, right? The use of color is amazing. They use green when you're in the matrix. Yeah, it's like it, it's you know it's yeah. like the simulated dark. Everything is yeah. really gritty, gray, green, and the and the perfect use of slow mo. To be honest, like I I think that some films that came out after this kind of went way too hard and used way too much slow mo. Yeah. But I felt like this one was just enough. You know, <clears throat> we had a good balance of slow mo. I feel like all of the fights are really clear and really clean, which is which we know movies now, 20 years later, still struggle to achieve. You know, probably yeah, a lot to do with you know the cg issue because of a lot of this a lot of this movie was practical effect practical effects and the smaller parts that were cg they spent a lot of time developing i think that's kind of what we lost 20 years later with a lot of action films is that you know we'll throw the cg in there with not as much effort not as much time and not as much uh intention behind well, it it's also i and think it's also that, really uh, sloppy or really fast kind of jarring action scenes i feel like they still hold up i love the action scenes in this i love the wardrobe i love the set design to be honest um like granted i don't it's it's very blade wardrobe though yes yes <laughs> have you seen blade yeah. before it's like blade did it first you know yeah, that exactly. night, but it's also like, the 90s when neo walks into the lobby in the opening scene i'm like give me those boots though i'm like, like those are dope there's absolutely boots, no... i'm like why you got those boots on though there's no reason though there's absolutely no reason why they all wear black like no. I feel like you, why would you wear you? I feel like you wear more clothes to blend in, not stand out. That's if what you're I'm saying. To, like, True. because like, why are you wearing like a like school, Morpheus uh, with his uh, <laughs> floating glasses? Still so, the yeah. only one that can pull oh, that off. All all those glasses in the film, all the sunglasses were made specifically for that film, and you couldn't buy them anywhere until like the sequels came out. Then they went on sale. They yeah, exactly. Yeah. And people used to try um, to like fan well. make them, and they would fall off their face all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, because you know, like, so, what. I, I really loved any of the action scenes. I actually like the chemistry of the crew. I don't like the chemistry between, you know, um, Trinity and, and Neo, but I think everybody I was, else I was saying chemistry I, is great. I was saying I'd love to see a TV series based on just the crew. Yeah, exactly. Like, and them doing it's almost like, missions. almost like a, um, instead of a space show, but it's like just them doing their missions, stuff like that, focus on, yeah. on like, or not even, not, maybe not this crew, but a crew. Yeah. It would be interesting. I also yeah. love the scene in the walls when they were in the walls trying to escape yeah that was that was a cool because i don't i don't think i I understood that scene all these times that i've seen it before Uh, like i didn't understand how cypher ratted them out in that moment you know uh, like i didn't realize that cypher basically sneezed on purpose to get them caught behind the wall yeah because i always wondered how they got caught i didn't remember but seeing it again i'm like and then the glitch now i realize what the glitch was yeah it made more sense of the glitch the deja vu Mm mm-hmm moment it made more sense because like oh deja vu oh what's that it's when they change something and it, the change they made was add walls to the windows yeah exactly change the geography of it. i was like uh okay that exactly makes sense now. so i, I love parts like that i love the uh when he's first learning the karate and stuff in uh in kung fu and he's like in the simulation and you know the first like the scene with morpheus you know stop trying to hit me and hit me you know like there's certain <laughs> scenes during that training session that we all remember and uh, that really no, that's kind of, that's part of my issue though. Again, I think maybe this is because now, since then, I've seen so much more sci-fi and sci-fi concepts that really push it. Let me ask you a question, Raven. Mm-hmm. If I told you that this reality isn't real, and if you being aware of that, you can now do anything you want within this reality, are you just going to be doing basic martial arts and shooting people with guns? Hell no. <laughs> like, I'm going to be I'm making just... people implode. <laughs> I'm bringing out light. I'm bringing out lightsabers. Winking at people and their heads are gonna explode. Like that's what I'm doing. I, 
I'm going out. I mean, flag. obviously, I'm play God. Obviously, I'm not right? here because it's a martial arts film. I'm gonna like snap film. and point at people, and they're gonna fly <laughs> against the wall. Like that's that's like, what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm not even getting my hands dirty. Snap. <laughs> hey, you, fuck out of here. Snap. <laughs> Why do you have to carry a whole bunch of guns in the world? Like. I feel like you should be able to just create a gun out of thin air in your hand and just have infinite bullets. You shouldn't have to reload. Because that's the thing. Don't you have that the power too. to materialize and dematerialize technically if that's, nothing exists, if there never was a spoon? <laughs> again, again, I can understand. I can understand <laughs> if everyone can't do it, but I'll do things like I'm the one. I'm teleporting. I can do anything. Like, why am I running? <laughs> True. True. <laughs> like, I would have been flying I, I, way earlier in the movie. <laughs> For oh, sure. Oh shit! And then the like, flight in the if, very end, you're like, okay, can he, so he can fly. In the other movies, like, does he fly again? I feel like we never pick no, that back up. No, he doesn't really fly. Oh yeah. Well, he has to fly in the fight scene. No, no, no. He, he, when he has a flying fight scene. Oh. The, the Dragon Ball Z style. Oh well, you also say he's training. Oh yeah, he does, he does. He does. He does. But I just feel like they didn't really lean in. Again, it's probably by design because it's the martial arts was the focus. But in the concept of I can create any kind of reality, I'd become a fucking earthbender. Like, you'd see me do some crazy True. stuff. Because, you know, like, even Inception, Coconut talked about Inception, the first time she's told, this reality's not real. She's like, whoa, bending the, the walls and everything like that. You know, like, I wanted to see a real moment like that. The, the, the moment that we really get is when he stops the bullets, which, again, is cool because it calls back to Morpheus saying, um, when you know how to, when he says, oh, I'll, I can dodge bullets. No, once you find out who you are, you, you won't have to. So I did like the stopping bullets. Hot the sobbing bullets was yeah. fire. And I will also say, I did not remember him jumping the agent's body and making oh, and it burst. Off. I don't remember that shit at all. <laughs> I think they edited that out on cable. And he's like... <laughs> yeah, and he just... <laughs> just <laughs> and it just shatters. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I did like, I did I did like the reaction. Oh, like, I, I like the reaction from the other agents. They're looking at each other like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> just yeah, ran away. <laughs> I was like, wait, whoa, what did he just do? <laughs> I was like, um, I, I, all right. I don't remember. Um, let's talk about the legacy of this film. This spanned two more films, which I feel like just got worse and worse. The second one isn't bad, but by the time we get to the third one, it gets ridiculous. The only thing I appreciated was the makeout <laughs> scene between Jada Pinkett and that lady. Yeah, and the highway scene's pretty cool. And that's about highway it. Chase. Or was that in the yeah, video game? The video game was I, awesome. I think it's like a video game. It was a good video game. Well, that's the yeah. thing. That I feel like the supplementary... Um, content was actually better we had the animatrix which was an anthology that animated series dope. which was so good it actually takes the story further because it says humans we created robots to be our servants we created ai we treated it horribly we treated them like slaves and they they rebelled against us they were the rebellion they rebelled against us and that's how the war started um and it, and it goes into these really cool interesting stories of people who lived in that world which i think the animation is some of the best story stories told within that concept and then we had the video game, like you said, Raven, which focused on um, uh, uh, Jada Pinkett's character. Mm. That was a very, very good game. And she's connected to, I think she was Morpheus's ex or something like that. Uh, yeah, something weird. A, a romantic interest. Uh, there. Yeah. And then there were some comics and things like that. And like I said, it also influenced a whole bunch of films that would try to emulate the fighting style. Whereas the benefit this had was saying, this makes sense to dodge bullets because you live in this reality that isn't real. Whereas other movies would try and do bullet time in the real world. So it just looks stupid. Like, why, why can you dodge bullets like that? That makes no sense at all. Um, the bullet time, for those who don't know, the way it worked was they would have like 20 cameras in a circle on a rig around the actors, mm -hmm. all taking a picture a split second after each other. So then if you follow that track, it looks like there's a camera spinning around them, but it's not spinning. It's just a whole bunch of cameras around them. Uh, they patented that idea and Warner Brothers owns the patent to, the, to doing yep. bullet time. So 
if anybody wants to use it, they have to go to Warner Brothers first. Yeah. Um, th- talk about Warner Brothers. This is a movie that Warner Brothers didn't want the Wachowskis to direct. They were not really well-tested directors. They'd written a lot for them, but as directors, they weren't very well-tested. They were looking at other people. But um, after the Wachowskis showed them, like uh, I think it was like a, sh- a demo reel or concept a concept uh, video of some of the fight scenes, they're like, okay, we'll, we'll give you some stuff to do. Uh, Johnny Depp could have been Nia, guys. Uh. That would have been weird, Nia. <laughs> that would have been interesting, interesting. No. I feel like Neo's uh, like I feel like uh, Keanu Reeves non-acting kind of worked perfect for this simulated world that is the Matrix. God, like he was I so Because I feel like his emotions though. are simulated. Like, it's kind of perfect. But even in the moments where he was supposed to be have emotion, he was very like, "Oh no, we have to go get Morpheus." Like it wasn't like <laughs> I didn't believe. Like it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't he dead. Was, he yeah. was basically like the same amount of intense throughout the whole film. Never lacked. Yes. Never got yes. more. He was just very <laughs> concerned throughout. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that was it. <laughs> He's like, but this I, is alarming. Uh, <laughs> and that's it. You know? But yeah, no, he, I feel he showed more emotion towards his dog than anything. <laughs> 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 In general. Sure. I read some, I don't know if it's true. I read somewhere that I, I I really haven't verified if this is true, that he gave a lot of his pay to like the the VFX team. I think he gave half. Matrix. Yeah, like fifty yeah. percent yeah. or something. Good, crazy good Because he's VFX like they're team. the ones that they're the ones that made this film, and I think I would agree. I think this movie's more so iconic because of what it did on the aesthetic level and the technical level. It is. It, like, still it, is. it did amazing things on the technical level. Because it's not level. really the story. Let's be honest. No. This, it's a great concept, but it's a concept that everyone, a lot of people have thought about. But I think it doesn't take it as deep as it thinks it does. Like, like I love I the world they other... created, but a better film would have been the humans yes. trying to take a rise and stand up to control their own programming. That yes. would have made a lot more sense. But releasing I mean, everybody to an underground fucking sewage plant. Worse it, life, it, yeah. Doesn't, yeah it doesn't translate. But yeah. if they were trying to rise up to be in control of their own programming, I think that would make a lot more yeah. sense, you know? I feel like this is a story that you could kind of remake it without remaking it because you've already established that reincarnation exists. Yeah, exactly. So it can be another one or previous one or whatever, you know? Or, 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 mm-hmm. or you could restart is, the franchise with a better plot. Same world. You wanna re- you, you'd want to reboot? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think I want same world, but just completely different story. I don't want them to deal with the one or any of that shit at all. Like, <laughs> I just kind of want. <laughs> well, that, but that's what. I, well, that's what I mean. As in, like, they've created a universe where I feel like you don't need to reboot it. Where you can tell it just a different story without the one, because there's a universe there, right? So, you can say the one existed, but this story has nothing to do with the one. Like, I want to reimagine. Looking... Like, I want same okay. world, but different concept. Yeah, like different, a different story. story. And I feel like, you, again, because you're dealing with computer uh, programs, you can set a story that happened in, like, 1920s. Because it could be that the simulation has just started and the Earth isn't yeah. destroyed yet. And well, because the simulation, on, you know? yeah. Because at this point, the simulation has been going for 100 years because it's 21. That's what I'm saying. But I'm like, year one, yeah. what if you found out year one what they were planning to do and you didn't yeah. black yeah. out the sun yet? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know? You could, you could, let's, yeah, exactly. Let's do exactly. that. <laughs> you can tell other stories and and just even the concept of just like did the computers create the simulation concept or did humans create it first and then the computers used it against us yeah that's what i'm saying you know i would i would prefer that and i i feel like 
you don't I don't know as cool as it was and as, as fun as it was I don't think you need the the to lean on an action heavy film either no because this is a concept that doesn't like the action is cool and you give me cool action sequences but it doesn't have to lean on the action or I think you can be more creative with okay this is a world that you can do anything and manipulate anything you should do some Dr. Strange like this shit. film could be cerebral on the Ooh, level of like that's Blade Runner you know yeah, exactly exactly because Blade exactly. Runner is not an action film at all but it's extremely no. sci-fi you know and yes. it's kind of the same because the concept of the concept and, calls yeah. for it you know they could exist within the same world you know or even like if you're going to have an action martial arts set pieces do something on the level of like Inception or the set piece in uh, Doctor Strange when they're being, ch- being chased and everything's yeah, being twisted exactly. and you're running and, you know like which is yeah. like the kind of, of set the pieces most badass <laughs> scenes ever you know like that's that's again obviously technology and the time play a factor into it but I'm saying if we do another film those are the kind of action set pieces I want to see where you're really manipulating the world around you as opposed to just dodging bullets and mm. fighting really fast you know that's all it came down to you can do- you can fight really fast and dodge bullets but you still have to reload your guns you still have to carry a whole bag why are you carrying a bag of guns if you can create if you can do anything <laughs> you know I feel like True. you could you could have really dealt for maybe they can only go into maybe the matrix with new things they can't create it while they're in there small and he wasn't thinking big enough i know right even still but that's but that's a narrative thankfully they made two more movies after that i'm saying that's a writer's (laughs) choice you know as the as the writer you could still write the option to be like oh again dr strange or into the writer's choices be like oh you can manipulate everybody can manipulate some are better than others but everyone understands that hey because i also felt like some of the like some of the other guys like not even trinity could do the slow motion jump but some of the other characters, they felt like just normal. Yeah. You know, like Cypher. I didn't ever believe Cypher could do anything cool. Yeah, <laughs> no. Know? No, I didn't. You know, never. Or some of the other characters. That, even even the, the, what's her name? The the woman in white. I feel like, yeah, she looked cool. But I feel like she couldn't do anything. I was going to say, she was completely useless. Like, other than being <laughs> dressed in all white yeah. and having a pretty dope haircut. Like. Yeah, yeah, she looks cool. And cool like, glasses. And, and that's about they it. They were just there to die. The whole die. movie is really just an ad for sunglasses and. Glass yes, and, 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 and leather. <laughs> but uh, that glass. That all being said, I still think it's a movie that every once in a while I'll just check it out again. It's so cool it's, to watch. Again, I will say though, cool I didn't realize how it's like fun... they could have taken out twenty whole minutes of the movie though, because there was like Morpheus's the... monologue. It was like forty the... minutes in before shit started happening. I thought there was more action than there actually was. Me too. I was like, really? The action's only for like. 40 minutes of this film because you know as a kid that's all you remember i didn't realize that the whole first 45 minutes is just pure monologue i was like (laughs) no it's just Mm -hmm. i i write my notes exposition heaven so (laughs) and i was just sitting there like god what is that it can we what is that we get (laughs) it what does that mean keep going (laughs) it means this (laughs) but yeah other than that though i think i think there's still definitely parts of this movie that are still amazing, still stand up, you know. I, yeah, I still it's, it's definitely I still love the actors. Like I don't wanna see anybody else play these roles. Or at least at this yeah, time, yeah. you know, I feel like everyone did a great job. I think they should have dug a little deeper in terms of story. It could have definitely been more uh I don't wanna say elaborated because I feel like they went so hard to explain it, but I feel like it could have just well, been I cleaner. Say, yeah, I feel like again it's an action movie set in a sci fi world as opposed to a straight sci-fi movie. Because I, I really believe they came up with the set pieces and the technology for the action first, and they needed a reason to 
to have a character be able to dodge bullets. Okay, well, what if it's in a fake world? So then that way they can manipulate reality. And so it, it worked backwards, which makes sense of how they pitched it to Will Smith. They didn't pitch the story. They pitched the action set pieces. But again, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think because, again, it, it, especially at that time and to this day, it entertains on that level as an action film. Mm-hmm. It is very entertaining. You know, it's there are moments that bring it down with with the narrative. But once it gets to the action, you're in it again. You're like, yeah cool action set pieces you know even though some of the things don't make sense you just allow it it's like whatever in the moment you know you 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 get into it uh mike closing comments for 20 years old and you're right the the graphics still live up action sequences are kind of ahead of its time Uh, acting was was acceptable (laughs) for not acting you know (laughs) It's it's at least from Keanu Reeves. Um, Lawrence Fishburne kind of carried the film in a way, actually. He really did. Um, I, I think Agent right, Smith as well. I think sure. Hugo Hugo yeah, Weaving when, when he, he was around. Yeah, as a, as yeah. an antagonist for sure. You know, he was definitely much better than uh, more interesting right. than Neo. Uh, and yeah, you're right. Like this is it's kind of reopening this movie made you realize it's there could have been a lot more to this, and there was a lot of you know, like the grand scheme of it all doesn't really make sense. You know, the fight is the more important thing. That's why they don't show anything after <laughs> they won. Because they're like, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, uh, right. Oh, it was like, um, what is it? At the end of um, the Finding Nemo, you know, all the fish escape from the yeah, fish yeah. tank <laughs> and they make it into the ocean. They're like, now what? <laughs> That's exactly how it kind of the whole Matrix ends. That is how this ends, right? Wow. You know what? The Matrix is Finding Nemo. Wow, it is. Finding Neo. Wow. Wow, It's the same fucking thing. The answers have been right there the whole time, guys. Just remove the M. I'm going to go watch uh, Finding Nemo. Definitely watching Finding Neo to... after this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that 20 years old? Oh, can it so. be, please? Wasn't that right. like no, 2000? I, I don't think we think got so. like at least another yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Close. We're yeah. getting there, but yeah. I don't think it's... Uh, I don't think it's All right, well, in closing, I think we talked enough about this movie. Even though it's a movie that has uh, probably has a lot to talk about in terms of, especially behind the scenes. And, and this is probably this theories for about days. It. Damn, and, oh, yeah, people three, has philosophical. Uh, we got like yeah, four um, more years uh, yeah. till Nemo. <laughs> but yeah, I think people have had written philosophical papers on this and people have kind of had in-depth existential conversations. And yeah, the concept does kind of open those doors. I just think the movie itself, at least this first one, People's conversations amongst themselves probably made more sense than the movie. But, <laughs> but then the subsequent movies tried to go down this uh, rabbit hole of philosophy, but I think it goes down a crazy tangent that has nothing to do with anything. It's just like, what? <laughs> And it tries to play on like, oh, this has been done, it will happen again, and blah, blah, blah. Because it plays on the idea that's a cyclical thing. Like, you're not the only chosen one that ever came. There's been others before you. Only Battlestar can pull that off. Yeah, yeah, no. And then <laughs> it's and then we're told in the future movies that the Oracle herself is a program. She's not a human. She just kind of um, felt sorry for us, and she tried to help us. That's why she knows what she knows. Um, anyway, I think that's, that's all we've got time for today. Uh, thank you, Raven. Thank you. Thank you, Rock and Mike. Thank you, as always. Shit, what are we doing? What comes out the next week? It's going to be You, Raven. And let's see what movie comes out. Because I went the time where big movies are coming out. So the week after John Wick, what comes out? Da-da-da. Look at my bookmarks. Aladdin. Oh, yeah, we were doing the original Aladdin. 
Oh yeah. Oh man, I've yeah, it's been yes. a long time since I've seen it. I'm but I also feel bad in advance because I have like ripped this movie a new one a couple times <laughs> while being slightly under the influence. <laughs> so my theories on it might be a little different, but I'm excited. <laughs> hey, it'll be interesting to talk about. And it's actually interesting. I'm going to be watching this animated movie before watching the new movie, so it yeah. gives a good reason to kind of see how they they throw off against each other. All I'll say in fact, the- with Aladdin is. See, this is why you can't leave the house. You left the house one time and you came home with a bum and a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's better, the old, no, it's better than the alternative. Why is she going to be married off to Jafar? Something I can't remember. Some old creep. Yeah, she was going to be married. Yeah, either that or be married off to old creep. Yeah, think of the times, Raven. That was the best situation she was going to have in those days. Or, <laughs> or pedophile. old creep. <laughs> you got one or the other. Choose or die. <laughs> Right, she, she had the best choice. At least the bum likes her. I mean, that's what they actually should say. Like in the summary of the movie, what's it about? Girl has to choose between bum and a monkey, or pedophile. What will she choose? And then that's it. Well, so you guys, if you can revisit Aladdin, <laughs> Disney's classic, and we'll be talking about next week. And also, we'll probably be reviewing the new movie. So look out for that. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Thank you guys for listening. My name is English Dave. This has been a Back to the Feature episode. And this week we tackled The Matrix. And as always, guys, Raven. Keep it nerdy. Peace.